Welcome to the Countertop Success Podcast, a show created to inspire countertop fabricators and installers to build a thriving countertop business. I'm your host, Stephen Alberts, the founder of the Countertop Marketing Company, the number one digital marketing agency for the countertop industry. On each episode, I'm going to dive into tips and strategies that you can follow to help grow your countertop company. And we'll also talk to leading experts in the industry on how they found success in their countertop business. Welcome to another episode of the Countertop Success Podcast. Today, we have an awesome guest, Paul, from Upstate Granite Solutions. Thanks for joining today, Paul. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, for sure. This is going to be a great conversation. So why don't we start off, you know, tell me a little bit about your business, you know, how it started, how long you've been in business, number of employees, market serves. Okay. All of that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I was uh, in the military. It was planning on becoming a lifer, but uh, was injured and um, kind of had to get medically retired. So my my plans took a, a big deviation and uh, ended up moving my wife and my newborn son back here to the upstate of South Carolina. Okay. And we bought a foreclosure. And honestly, I really didn't know what I was going to do. Um, I, uh, you know, had done a lot of things in, in my, you know, in my lifetime from teaching school. I was an assistant pastor. Um, I had worked construction. And so, I, I mean, I just started doing odd jobs, paying the bills, making money. And uh, we were working on our, our house, trying to make it livable. It was in pretty rough shape. And when it came uh, to the point where we needed countertops, my wife said, well, let's go look at granite as an option. So I was like, okay, sure. So we went out shopping and I'll, I'll be honest with you, we had a really kind of poor experience shopping okay. countertops okay uh didn't really seem like anybody took interest in our our needs pricing was all over the place and we really couldn't get didn't seem like we get straight answers from anybody on how much stuff was going to cost okay and my wife and i had no idea really what to expect when it came to countertops so i began doing some research and came across a company that had gone out of business and they had about 20 pieces of granite and uh is mostly just granite that they were trying to sell off some full slabs, some remnants. And so I called the guy the next day and I was like, Hey, do you still have this stuff? And he's like, yeah, sure. And so I went out and looked at it the next day and I, we made a deal. I bought these uh, 20 odd pieces for 650 bucks. Mm -hmm. And at the time I had no idea if that was a good deal or bad deal. Uh, brought them home and I told my wife, okay, you go pick whatever you want on the trailer and I will figure out how to put it in our house. So I watched some YouTube videos and really kind of just planned on putting some of those pieces in my, my bathrooms in my kitchen. And, uh, and I did that. My wife helped me carry our first piece of, of counter, you know, of, of granite in okay. and install it in our kitchen the day before Christmas Eve. And, um, you know, it went well, we got everything installed. Um, you know, I still have some of those pieces in my house today. Cool. And, um, you know, I said, this is pretty cool. And I, I had leftover pieces right from the 20 that I had bought. Yeah. So uh, I was doing an odd job for a guy down, you know, about 30 minutes away and uh, remodeling his bathroom. And I said, okay. man, do you want to you want to look at some granite? And he said, sure. So I, I brought him up to show him my remnants that I had. And he picked out a piece and I cut it for him and, you know, put his sink in. And um, it was a drop in sink, you know. Yeah. And uh because I didn't really know how to do undermount at the time. Yeah. And uh, 
so you know i made a little bit of money and i was like i told my wife i said wow this is pretty cool you know i <laughs> i enjoy you know yeah. cutting the stone i enjoy the you're know, looking back on the work that you've accomplished and seeing what 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 you did and so uh you know she said well let's pray about it so you know we we prayed about it and it wasn't more than two weeks later i found out that there was another company a longtime owner was was going out of business health reasons and uh, he had sold his building so he had to just liquidate everything okay and so i went out and uh, visited his shop and you know I, I bought a couple things and i went back and i i sold a job and made some money and i came back with some more money and i bought a few yeah. other things and went and did a couple more jobs and came back. And this happened over the course of a few months. Okay. And really kind of began just doing more and more of the stone. And, um, you know, that was right at about six and a half years ago. And now fast forward, uh, we've got, you know, 43 employees. Okay. And we're wide open with four install crews, schedules booked out for five weeks, roughly right now. Nice. Um, but that was the start of it. Wow, that's an awesome story. I, I I love how it went from you just wanting it yourself and then just the progression of it is fantastic. And of course, thank you for your service. Sorry to hear about your uh, injury, but I feel like it is a, a happy ending and now the business has grown, which is which is even better. That's that's just a fantastic story all around. Of course, you know, a lot happened in those six years, right? You know, uh, yeah. from, from where we started to where we are today. And, you know, I honestly didn't think that I was going to be starting a fabrication company. Um, but it kind of happened as we continue to be more and more successful. Yeah. So, um, you know, it happened just, you know, my aunt wanted a piece for her island. And, you know, I sold a piece off to this friend. And, you know, it, it just continued to grow from that. As, yeah as I kind of caught the fever, I guess I would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and as that progression of growth, you got more experience. And yeah, I think sure. that's, that's fantastic. So who, right now, who you said you're booked out, four crews, um, 43 employees. I mean, that's a, that's a nice size company. How, what, who's your ideal customer at, you know, right now? Yeah, absolutely. So we do primarily residential work. Okay. We, we don't do a lot of commercial unless they come asking for it. And then we will do the one-off job here and there, but we are primarily going after right now, the mid to high end custom home owner or builder. Okay. That, uh, we, but we also work with just the retail customer that walks in off the street, looking to remodel their cab, you know, their kitchen. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll work with them as well. Okay. But okay. Uh, we are growing immensely in the contractor side of our business. Um, and, you know, Stephen, I'll tell you, we, we've never had an outside salesperson. We've never gone out to try to drum up business. Okay. They've all approached us. And so I would say on a weekly basis, we're getting at least one, if not two contractors or home builders reaching out to us saying, hey, we've heard about you. We want to, we want to look at doing business with you. Wow. That's, that's fantastic. That's a, that's a good uh, reputation right there. I mean, there's nothing better than that. Your, your website's fantastic. I, I was looking over it. Is it fairly new and are you seeing yeah. leads and, you know, jobs come from your website? Yeah. So we just redid our website this past year in 2021. Okay. Um, it was about a six month process. Uh, we had a decent site before, but we really feel like, you know, 
looking for that high-end customer, they're going to want to see a nicer website. Yeah. So, you know, we did spend a little bit of money on that and um, really kind of developed it the way we wanted it to me and my marketing uh, coordinator. Yeah. And um, we, we really are very pleased with it. We are seeing some uh, quite a bit more uh, messages coming through. Uh, through we set it up with a an easy to use messaging app yep, where yep. they can just send us a question and we we respond to them we get their name and phone number email and we have one of our designers reach out to them and nice. it's worked out really smoothly yeah 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 I, I saw the messaging app it almost looks like the facebook one which is good because yeah. if if someone is on facebook they see that messaging app, like I'm on your website right now and knows that my name's Steven. So it's a little bit more personalized. So if I go to your exactly. website, it says, Hey, Steven, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Oh, cool. You know, and yeah. there you go. There starts yeah. the conversation. And, and we're able to monitor that, you know, basically most of the day, you know, not, not at night, but uh, you know, me or my marketing guy will respond pretty quickly. And yeah. sometimes yeah. he'll respond. Sometimes I'll respond and it, it works out really well. And we're getting them answers very quickly. And, you know, a lot of times people don't want to pick up a phone and call, yeah. you know, maybe they're, they just want to chat and text a quick message. And so that's, that's proven to be really well. Yeah. Uh, something else that we are rolling out is our virtual appointments. Okay. Uh, so they can schedule it through zoom and they'll, one of our designers will pick up the iPad and actually take them through our, our indoor stone gallery, go through the whole process with them, answer their questions and kind of give them an initial virtual appointment. That okay. is, uh, a lot of people really like that, especially with, you know, the COVID scare um, yeah. and, uh, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it just gives someone another option. Like when we start working with a client, some people want to call, some people want to use some type exactly. of messaging, some people text message, uh, email. So giving them all those options, especially like you said, with, with COVID and all that, um, where they want to come in, whether they want to do something virtual, you give all the options to people and they're going to be comfortable with something, you know, that's exactly right. Steven, people love options. They, they, yep. they love to be in the driver's seat. So yeah, we try yeah, yeah. to try to do that for them. Yeah. Nah, that's fantastic. Cool. So you talked about a little bit of your, your website, um, marketing, what about, you know, what, what about issues that you see in the industry right now? Like we know for a while it was supply issues, um, getting material, cost increase, you know, price increases on material, you know, what do you currently see, you know, some issues that you currently see? Yeah, well, we we're definitely, you know, still experiencing price, uh, price increases. Okay. And having to navigate that without, you know, our customers feel like we're gouging them. Um, you know, we have a very different model. Our, we have an indoor stone gallery with about a thousand slabs on display. Okay. From granite, marble, quartz, quartzite, and everything is priced per square foot for every customer. So okay. whether you're buying a 15 square foot vanity or a hundred square foot whole house job um, or more, you know, it's the same price. Okay. And that's a model that we switched to early on, you know, I'd say probably three years ago now. Okay. And um, it has proven to be very successful in the ease of customer interaction. In other words, they can walk through and know that they have 50 square feet and they can do the math and they know how much this quartzite costs versus that quartz slab right there, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, it makes uh, it easy for them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They love it. Um, but we're, you know, the challenges that we deal with, you know, obviously we're, we're always looking to better our, our company. 
So we're, we just ordered a new dual table water jet, another CNC. Okay. We're building a new fabrication facility that we're breaking ground on even right now. Um, so we're very, you know, we're always trying to look for ways to improve our operation, our abilities for our customers. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't really know what a lot of my competitors are doing because I don't really care. Doesn't really matter, what right? <laughs> um, you know, I just know what looks good for me, what's what's yeah. right for my company. And, you know, I didn't come out of the industry, Stephen. So I don't know a lot about, you know, the industry as from like the, a background standpoint. Some of my employees have been doing this for 30 years, you know, yeah, they've worked yeah. for five, 10 different companies. Um, and, you know, they say, well, I've, I've, we've never done it this way before. And I'm like, well, that's good sometimes, you know? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah no, change could I have, be good. I kind of have more of a fresh take on some things and, um, and, you know, and able to just say, this is how I would like to see it done. You know, why don't we do it this way? Yeah, no, for sure. It's, uh, and it proves that you guys are doing a good job. I mean, six years and you've grown. I don't, I don't think I asked you, but you said four crews. Do you know yeah. about how many square feet you're doing a day? So, well, we, I mean, per week we're doing, our goal is 2000 right now. Okay. And uh, with our new facility, and that's with two machines. Okay. We have a saw and a CNC router. Okay. That's it. Um, so we're going to be adding a dual table water jet and another CNC. Okay. So once we, you know, do that, we'll, I mean, we'll be able to double yeah. plus our production at that point. Nah, that's, that's great. Awesome. Awesome. So I like to ask this question and I'll go first because, you know, it's not always the easiest to ask. So what, you know, what are some issues you see in your own business with my own business? Last um, episode we did, I talked about, you know, processes, scaling with employees, you know, those are some of the issues that we see just as we get a new employee, making sure they're following our processes. I actually just did a training with ISFA about um, SOPs. So that should help some people out there, but that's something that helps us, you know, and for your business, you know, what, what type of issues do you currently have? Yeah. So, I mean, on a weekly basis, we have a team meeting with our, all of our employees and we go through our wins and losses okay. from the week, the week prior. And, you know, there's always issues that arise in our business and issues we have to deal with. And what we try to do with that meeting is, is, uh, you know, find out if there's any repeat offenders, right? Yeah. Figuring out what our issues are. And then from that create SOPs that would, you know, allow us not to repeat those mistakes. But um, I'll be honest with you, man, Stephen, our, our biggest issue is human error, right? From every, from any standpoint. So as a company, what we, whatever we can do to streamline the process, automate the process is, is, you know, is what we're looking to do. So we just brought on the label maker speed label and uh, where we're going to be able to print, um, you know, shop labels for every piece that goes out. Um, you know, we're going to, we're actually rolling out new inventory with our software system where we're going to, you know, run full inventory on all of our slabs and remnants because we have probably 1500 remnants yeah. over a thousand full slabs. So it gets kind of daunting yeah. when you're trying to tape everything with, you know, a piece of oh, yeah. tape, you know, <laughs> yep. but, uh, so that's kind of where we're at. We are doing our best to m minimize the human errors that can occur and put in processes of double checking triple checking and then doing final qcs before it goes out and we 
show up at the customer's house and the sinks cut out wrong or in the yeah. wrong place. Yeah. 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 No, that's uh, I love the, the idea. Like we have our weekly meetings as well. Everything's virtual with our business, but I like that idea of when, you know, um, wins and losses and, and kind of pointing out the problems to see the repeat things that yeah. keep popping up. That's a great idea. That's I'm going to take that advice for my own business. So yeah, thanks for one sharing thing, that. One thing we were able to identify last year was we kept having issues with sinks, okay. not bidding or customer supplied sinks, not bidding in cabinetry. So what we did was we just told our templater, okay, you're going to start templating the cabinetry for every sink cabinet. And then the programmer will just check the DXF file, you know, over the cabinet you know, dimensions and make sure it fits. It's just, yeah, it was yeah. a simple thing, but yeah. that has saved us so many times, you know, getting on the job site and the sink won't fit. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Something that was so simple, just fixed so many right. problem, future problems. That's, that's awesome. Absolutely. So I wish they were all that, that easy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. That'd be nice. Um, one thing that I, I did not ask when we were talking about like your website marketing, I see you guys have a ton of reviews. I think it was 182 or something like that um, right. on Google. Can you just give us a little insight? Because last episode, I was kind of talking about reviews and how they're important. And um, a lot of companies don't have that many reviews as, as many as you guys have. So yeah, do you do you? Well, some of my competitor, them? yeah, some of my competitors have been in business for you know 14 you know, 15 years, they don't even, they have like five reviews. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, uh, very early on understood the benefit of, um, basically that's the, that is the word of mouth of today Yep, is people looking at that Google review and seeing it. Um, there's not a week that goes by. I don't ask, you know, I'm out here asking folks, you know, how'd you hear about our company? What brought you in? And they say, well, I mean, I was reading your reviews and why would I go anywhere else? Yeah. And so we do have a separate person that all her, all her job is, is making um, closeout phone calls to our customers. Oh, how okay. is, how, and she asks five questions, 10 questions, you know, how was your experience? You know, why did you choose Upstate Granite? What, uh, you know, what could we improve on? You know, several things. Yeah. And then at the end of that phone call, she says, would you mind writing a review? And she can either text them or email them a link okay. and they can write that review. Oh, I love and that. Um, again, you know, we don't pay for reviews or, you know, we don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, give people anything for reviews. I think that's definitely, you know, not, not good practice, but we just simply ask them, would you mind sharing your experience with others so they could know more about our company? And most of the time, you know, we have just wonderful reviews. Our you know, you, you can't ask for anything better than, you know, someone writing a genuine review about your company. Nah, it's like you said, it's the, it's the word of mouth of going forward of online. It's just, it's, you know, even for myself, if I use a new business, the first thing I do, go to Google, look them up, read some reviews, even, even reviews, even if I see bad ones and see the owner's or manager's response, that's okay. Yes, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but I like so We your... actually had someone come in um, who said, I'm here because of a bad review. Oh, and wow. um, our, my, my designer said, what? And he said, the way you guys helped, dealt with that customer, I was impressed with, and that's why I'm here. Oh, so even a bad review can, can, be, can be good. And, yeah, um, I, yeah, for sure. That, I, I say that all the time. I say, 
Don't use a canned message, like the same message over and over. Don't Absolutely. explode, <laughs> write the, write the response, sit on it for a day, then come back to it. Um, but I really like your idea of, or the way you guys call them, because that's personalized, you know, it's more personal than just a text or email, talk to them. So then if they did have somewhat of an issue, you could resolve that over that phone call rather than absolutely them just bashing you online. And, you know, and we uh, want to know that, you know, and yeah, so exactly. Right. I'll be honest with you. I, I pay a lady. She works offsite, but she has access to our software system. So she pulls up the customer profile. She looks at pictures before and after she kind of looks at what we did, you know, full house or it was just a fireplace surround or whatever. And so she, she understands the job yeah. and she calls and she says, wow, you know, your kitchen turned out so pretty. I love that, you know, that color against your cabinets. Yeah. And they feel uh, this immediate connection. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, paying this lady, you know, uh, a, a salary to do that is well worth the benefit that we get just with the customer interaction and that red carpet experience yeah. that our customers feel. Yeah, no, that's a, that is a very smart idea. I've never heard of something like that. I think that's genius. I, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like you said it, she's not on site or wherever she is, but she has the pictures, she has the customer yep. information. So, ah, uh, yeah, that's, that's and then amazing. if there's an issue, she brings it up to our, you know, general manager yeah. immediately for him to reach out. Um, or if, you know, she keeps hearing constantly an issue that arises, then she'll let us know, Hey, I've heard three times now that, you know, customers have been complaining about X, Y, Z, and then we're able to address that again. So yeah. it's, it's a, we, we get a wealth of knowledge. I mean, we don't want to just hear, yeah, you guys did a great job all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do want to hear constructive criticism. And uh, that's, that's the way we can do it. That's awesome. I love that. I'm going to, uh, I just love that so much. I think people will really take that info and hopefully implement it in their own business. Cause that's, that's a really smart idea. So can I tell you the one more thing about that? The sure, reason we of course. started doing that was because of a, it was actually a four or five star review, but the customer said, no one ever called me back to ask if things went okay. We just paid our bill and, you know, she said they did a great job, but it was because this lady's review, she said, no one ever asked me how things went. And from wow. that point on, I said, we're going to call every customer yeah. now and make sure that they're, they're taken care of. Yeah. And it's, it's impossible to put a value on that because it's tough to judge how many reviews you have compared to the amount of sales that it has brought into your business because it's just not an easy thing to, to track, but I would imagine it has been a lot of money and revenue and moving forward, it's only going to be more. And it's kind of compounding where you, as you get more reviews, that snowball yes. just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, That's they, a great analogy. The, yeah. the snowball effect. Yes. I, I would say this out of all the money I spend on marketing, you know, whether, you know, we don't do billboards, but you know, whether it's a billboard or something online, if, if they see that and they think, huh, upstate granite, yeah, we, we might use them. But when, when it comes time for them to make their decision, I guarantee you they're going to pull out their phone and they're going to Google countertops and they're still going to look at reviews. Yeah. And uh, so I just think that dollar for dollar, you, you can't, you can't, um, I just can't over, you know, simplify how, how good 
the uh, the Google reviews have been for our company and Facebook reviews and all that. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's great advice. And uh, again, I just love your strategy. It's fantastic. So, yeah, kind of you know wrapping this up. I got one more question here. So, you know, what's the the greatest insight that you could share with our audience that has helped you? You know, forty three employees, four crews. I mean, six years. This is tremendous growth. So, you know, what what insight can you share with anyone listening to this? You know, um, I, I think for me, the my biggest challenge when we started adding employees was delegation. I'm a very hands-on person and I like things done right. I like things done my way. And um, that that's a challenge when I show someone how to do it and then I watch them do it. And I get frustrated because they're not doing it the way I want it done or as fast as I want it done. Yep. And, you know, I, initially I would just say, get out of my way. Let me do it. Yeah. Well, my, you know, my wife, who's been a great helper through this whole process, she said, you've got to trust them to do the job. You hired them. And so um, one of the principles that really has helped me with building a phenomenal team has been the concept of giving them responsibility. So a task and a purpose, and then giving them the, um, the level of initiative that they need to take and then giving them the free reins to, to do it. So okay. I, um, I do my best not to micromanage, um, yeah. but I, I'm, I wanna be involved with, with, the, with the process of this whole company. Um, but really my management team manages the day-to-day of this company and I manage the future. I'm yeah. able to look at the future, what, what's the next big step for us. And um, we meet routinely, we go over challenges and issues and they know I'm there to support them. But I have really taken a, a back seat to the day-to-day operations. I really let them have complete autonomy and authority. And, you know, I give them the proper tools, the proper training, the, you know, everything they can to be successful. Yeah, 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 no, that, that's... From an organizational standpoint, I feel like that's been a really big key to success for our company. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's great advice. I mean, it sounds like, you're a perfectionist, which a lot of yep. business owners are, myself. And sometimes that can get in your way because you want Absolutely. everything to be perfect and you feel like you can do it the best, but it's then you're working in your business rather than on it. So it's almost impossible yes. to grow. You just, it's a, a wheel that never, uh, that never ends. So yeah, you cannot grow because you can't do all of the things that need to be done. Exactly. And if I get people in and they may not do it exactly the way I do it, but they're at least doing it and moving us forward towards the goal. And then with routine guideline or guidance, routine meetings, we can kind of correct the, you know, the direction and how we do things and fine tune that, you know, my general manager, he's been with me for almost five years now. You know, he started out as, as an an administrative assistant, you know, then he moved to sales and then he moved to bookkeeping and, you know, now he runs my, my whole company. That's awesome. And so, you know, giving them the, the uh, finding the right position for them and giving them the uh, responsibility and the, the authority to make big decisions uh, has really, again, that's, that's just another thing that has proven to be successful for us. Cool. No, that's, uh, that's awesome. It's inspiring too. You know, it's um, letting people grow within the company. I mean, nothing feels better than that, right? It's giving someone a, a good future, a good uh, living, you know, a good life. That's, that's worth it all. So absolutely. you know what, I got one more thing to bring up because I thought it was really cool. I was on your website. I saw the raise the flag uh, 
page on your website. Could you just give yeah. us a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, as a patriot, you know, I'm, I'm a very patriotic person. We did a display on 9-11 two years ago. We just hung a big flag out in front of our company. Okay. We're on a big four-lane highway. So we we just bought a big 20-foot by 40-foot flag. Okay. We hung it from a boom. And, um, man, we just had people honking the horn, stopping yeah. in in tears, calling yeah. us, thanking us for that big flag. And I was like, you know, we got to do something more permanent for our community. And so we started looking at the flagpoles and putting in something like that. And uh, we said, well, hey, if we're going to put in a flagpole, let's put in a big one. Okay. So we started researching um, who had the biggest flagpole. And we decided we're going to put in the, the tallest flagpole and the biggest flag in the state. So <laughs> that's, uh, awesome. that's what we did. Uh, and Very then cool. On, yeah. On Veterans Day, two years or a year, year ago, we put in, uh, we had a raise the flag event. We invited our governor who came and spoke, um, and we had about 1,500 people here that day. We had food trucks. Uh, wow. We had a big ceremony, and we had hundreds of veterans help us unfurl the flag oh, and bring cool. it over and raise it. And I'll tell you what, man, there was, the, I mean, tears all across the, the, the board. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was, uh, we had patriotic music and it was just such an, an awe-inspiring day and uh, something I'll never forget. Oh, uh, yeah. The pride that was shown that day and the, the thanks for our veterans and our country. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't imagine there was a dry eye there. I'm getting chills just listening to it. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, uh, it's very cool. Awesome. So, well, hey, thanks so much for joining. You gave us so much good information. I know this is going to be a fantastic show. You could check out Upstate Granite Solutions at upstategranitesolutions.com. And if you're looking to double the square footage you do each month, then check out our own website, countertopmarketingcode.com to book a call with me. And we'll see you on the next show. Thanks so much, Paul. Thanks, Stephen. Have a good one. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Countertop Success Podcast. And make sure you head over and subscribe to us on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, and all the other major podcast platforms. Now, if you're looking to grow the retail side of your countertop business outside of word of mouth and referrals, then go over to our website at countertopmarketingcode.com and book a free strategy call with me. Also, when you're on our site, check out our free training section and you'll find a ton of helpful resources that you can use to help grow your countertop business. Again, thanks so much for listening and I'll see you on the next show.